Welcome to Career Tools. This week, how not to accept a job offer. Chapter two, don't say yes, but. Here we go. Okay, Wendy, so we we covered how to decline an offer a while ago, and then we got questions about how to accept offers. Then we put out a cast about how to accept an offer, and we keep getting questions. And actually, it's it's kind of good because there are a bunch of subtle situations that occur around offers that are worth exploring in terms of the delicate nature of them, and there's a right way to do it, and you don't want, at that delicate time, to have all the right intentions but not know the right words to say. Um, So, a a couple of points here, folks. Um, This cast is not about accepting an offer if you have questions regarding the offer. If you have questions, you ask them and get answers before you decide. Accepting an offer is, is all about how you communicate your previously made decision that you want to accept. Um, so uh, this is not about asking questions. You would never say, yes, but I have a few more questions. That's just not, that's not how things are done. You would ask those questions first. Secondly, uh, this cast is about a very specific situation, which is uh, you've been made an offer and something in your life, in your professional life or personal life, has had a material change such that while you want to accept the offer, you have to, as a professional, make the offering company aware of the change of your circumstances. And and the point of that is you wouldn't say yes but to that. There would be a different way of handling that. Um, and this is, a, this is a, a small percentage of situations, but it's nonetheless important because we've seen people get crossways with offering companies and lose offers that they could have kept had they communicated differently. And as I've said before, when it comes to offers and acceptances, we don't like Romeo and Juliet's. Those are not good. <laughs> um, so, Wendy, what are we going to do? Okay, so we're just going to cover um, never say yes, but. Mm-hmm. That's a standard manager tools thing, but here, again, it's, um, it's really important not to say yes, but. If you do have one of those material changes, um, we're going to use yes and. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we've got a couple of examples just to give Good. you an idea of those kind of circumstances and what you would say. Yeah, I think the examples will be helpful for people because I think right now in people's heads, they're thinking, so if I have a question, even after I just said, don't use this for questions, <laughs> yeah. but anyway. Okay, so don't say yes, but. Okay, so yes, but as we've said in, in other casts, in, introduces conflict in any conversation. Yes. It, to say yeah. yes and then to say but, everybody, nobody listens to the yes. They all listen for the what's coming after the but, yeah. and and you want a positive, you want a positive feeling in this conversation. Yes, right. more than any other conversation you have. So to say yes, but is just silly. Yeah, and as we've said before, but uh, is a, is an acronym. I'm making this up, folks. For behold the underlying truth. And you listen to yourself in meetings, listen to other people talk in meetings. If you hear a, a, a tone in their voice that suggests that they've agreed, but they're agreeing in a, in a introductory clause of a sentence, and you could tell by their tonal inflections that there's a comma coming. If after that comma, the word however happens, or the word but however is just really fancy, <laughs> but... Um, you know, you, you listen to your listen to people talk that way. You will literally ignore everything that came before the butt. You would say, you would say, oh, they're just saying that to make me feel good, and and I'm you know, I'm about to hear what they really feel. Imagine then, folks, saying yes, but to an offer. 
What we hear, what Wendy and I hear, if you say yes, but to an offer we make you, is no. Yeah. Because the but cancels out the yes. I mean, we literally throw the yes out, and now we're listening. The but says, okay, listen now. Now I'm going to tell you my underlying truth. And that's, that's scary. Exactly. And, and, and I, I got to guess that if you say yes, but, it's going to take away from the enthusiasm. It introduces a condition, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'll accept your offer, but I want more money, but I will yeah. only work part-time, but this, but but something else. And yeah. and the, the hiring manager wants to hear you say, yes, I'm delighted to come to work for you. You're perfect for me. I'm, I can't wait to start. And, and when you say but and there's a condition, they don't feel that. Right. And part of that conversation that you're having right now is, is convincing the hiring manager that he made the right choice in choosing yes. you. Boy, that's a good one. You know what? We don't say that often enough. It's it's part of the process. It's a, it, There's risk in making an offer. Right? Exactly. And, yeah. and it's not simply the yes, which says, oh, all the risk is gone. The energy, the enthusiasm, the, the respect that you pay in saying yes, it's, it's very much more analog than it is digital in terms of your ability to influence the goodwill that you're building in the coming weeks and months before you come to work or as you go to work. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's the same reason that you get an email after you've bought a product that says, congratulations on buying this product. Now here's all the things that are great about it. It's, it's to help you feel like you made a good choice and that's what you're doing for the hiring. That's what you're doing for the hiring manager. Yeah. And you've told me several times before, dude, you're either declining or you're negotiating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you say yes, but you are not accepting. Yes is an yeah. acceptance. Yes, but is is not an acceptance. Like it's yeah. that easy. So if you want to do anything other than accept, if you want to ask a question, if you um, if you want to think about it, if you can't make a decision for whatever reason right now, don't start with yes because right. yes means um, I've accepted, and then and then you ambush the manager with. Yeah. Your butt. Yeah, which says, I really didn't mean what I just said. Exactly. Yeah. Who does that so, right? So we're suggesting use and rather than but. A classic manager tools, although we certainly didn't invent it, manager tools and career tools recommendation. Exactly. So if you found out some circumstances that change the way that you're going change your availability to start or the mm-hmm. way that you're going to be able to work or... Um, that you your, uh, later availability, so you're going to start, but you're not going to be available later on, or whatever that you think that, that that you know that the hiring manager covered in the interview process, and that you agreed to, either specifically or implicitly. Right. Then you need to start with yes, and you want to say yes because you're accepting, and you want to say and I want to give you this other information because then you don't do the whole conflict thing. Right. Well, now, why wouldn't I, I mean, I think there are some people who would think, you know, if it affects my material availability in some way, if it's fairly significant, I mean, maybe, maybe I ought to, once they've offered, I mean, they've offered me, I'm in control. Once I accept, I, you know, it's, it's legit. Um, why shouldn't I maybe consider concealing things? Because you just wipe all the goodwill off the table. And, and this, if you say yes, and then, I don't know, three weeks later you tell them that you're expecting a baby and that you're going to take six months maternity leave in in the US where that's not expected, for example. The hiring manager, you're going to have to work for that person for two years, three years, four years, and you have just destroyed his trust in you, her trust Mm -hmm. in you. Um, That's why you don't do it. You do it, 
you give them the opportunity to say, I can't work with that. I'm sorry. Up front, before you do that. And you know what? That person is going to love you for that. People don't believe us when we say this, but industries are small enough that you have a reputation and the reputation for you know, she she accepted the job and then she went off and and she never told me and you know nobody is going to trust you anymore. Right. And I know I know pregnancy is a de- is, is a delicate thing and you have you have a right to conceal it and all of that kind of stuff. But but you need to think about it from a from a goodwill point of view and a and a reputation point of view as well as a personal point yes. of view. Yeah. Now there are some things, folks, that you ought to be asking questions about in advance if, in fact, um, they're of interest to you on the company side. These are things, what we're talking about here, are things that happen on your side of the equation. Now, you you don't have to, in the example of a pregnancy, which is a tough one, uh, because there are legal, there there are rules about these things, um, you could easily choose to conceal that. But if you conceal it, as Wendy says, and you go to work there, they will allow you to take full advantage of your rights, but your rights will not protect you when, as Wendy says, you've destroyed your goodwill. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So um, would you say that you need to bring up everything or is, is there, what kind of guidance can we give about what would cause a yes and as opposed to just a straight yes? Anything that would prevent you accepting the offer as it's made. So not being able to work or not being willing to work. And probably not being able to. Willing is different. Not being able to work the hours that have been discussed. Not being able to work at the start date that's been discussed. And, and to be clear, all those things are, you would bring that up in a yes and because your situation has changed. Yes, it's very unusual that the offer would be made so much different than what you were interviewing for. And if you were interviewing, you had a question about the hours, you would ask, right? You, yeah. you, you would ask in advance about the hours if, in fact, there was a problem with your ability to, to work those hours. Okay, yeah. good. Um, not being able to work the location that's been discussed or um, not being able to do the travel that's being discussed. So things like that because because of childcare, because of... Um, you know, they, they tend to be family circumstances. We're not talking about, I want, I'll accept the offer as long as you give me more money. It, they're, not, they're not things like things that you want to change because they don't suit you. We're talking about things that... Um, right, it's not a matter of desire. It's, yeah. a, matter, it's a matter of material ability. Exactly. Right? Can you, in fact, do the job? Or uh, if the job, if the offer has not changed... But your situation has changed in some way. Um, th- that's what we're talking about here. Exactly. Yeah. And one more, um, if, if you've just found out that the project that you're on is, is going to take an extra couple of weeks, but it, you, your professionalism, your, your, your own professionalism demands that you finish that out those couple right. of weeks, most hiring managers will probably give you a couple of weeks. And we're not talking about, again, we're not talking about staying on the project for another six months. Yeah, well, let's but if ask it's a couple that, of though. weeks. You say, you, say not, you say not six months. So, so let's, let's talk about that because you know we get this question all the time in the field. I told my boss I'm leaving. And he said, oh, you know, I should have told you, but the project is going to be extended six months and we really just can't have you leave right now. And there are two things going on there, guys. One... The manager is not being truthful. Um, he's using the project and your professionalism against you. Uh, and the second thing is, 
well, you actually can leave. Uh, I suppose unless you signed a contract that was based on the length of the project. Um, but folks, if it's six months, that that is, if you're interviewing with the idea that you can leave in a couple of weeks because the project is done and now your boss says it's three months or four months or five months or six months, you're not obligated to stay unless there's a contract. Whereas two weeks is a matter, I think what you're saying, Wendy, and correct me if I'm wrong, that what you're saying is professionalism if you believe that it would be okay for you to leave, say, at the end of March, and then your boss says, hey, listen, we've had a little glitch, and it's going to be, actually, this thing is going to, we're going to be done April 11th or April 21st, then you would say, well, obviously, there there are steps I have to take toward the end of the project. This is a yes and situation yeah. in two or three weeks. Or if somebody's coming in and you want to, uh, uh, and the, the, the person coming in isn't coming in, for another week, but you want to do a hand, you feel obliged right. to do a proper handover, you know, another week so that you can do the handover is probably acceptable. Yeah. Okay. Now we're hoping that the hiring manager is understanding. Yeah, we are. And, and in my experience, most hiring managers, once, once they've got to this point, they are convinced that you're the right person for them. They yep. feel good about you. You're helping them feel good about you by choosing your words carefully and having yep. good reasons for, for making changes to the offer. But not every hiring manager will. And we uh, and I'd love to have the magic words to make every hiring manager do the right thing, the professional thing, to understand that a week or two weeks or an hour a week or whatever in a long-term relationship is nothing, but that's not always the case. And it's absolutely possible that they will say, I can't work with that and receive the offer. Yeah. And, and there are good reasons, right? If, if it was a sickness, it was a family issue. If it's you being a professional at your current company, all those are good reasons for them to be respectful, to, to actually appreciate the candor rather than dumping it on them once you're there and making it a almost a bait and switch situation. But you're right. There, there is a possibility that an offer will get rescinded. And this is both the upside and downside of being an ethical professional is you can choose to conceal, but the ramifications of concealment in a situation like this are one, your ethics, um, and, and two, your relationship with your boss going forward. Um, and as we like to say, choose the harder right instead of the easier wrong. Um, and this is the harder right, and this is the way to action it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think you've said once to me, there aren't words that'll fix stupid people. Um, and and I, and frankly, I think if you need two more weeks in your existing job or you need, look, you know, if you said I have to leave early every day at three 30 for the next three months, because of my spouse's situation, or I have a child in a difficult situation, or I have an elderly person or something like that, the manager who would say, no, I can't work with that. Um, I'd say stupid. Um, there's all kinds of accommodations you can make around work. It makes things harder. Um, but we oughtn't, we oughtn't be offering people who aren't willing to overcome something that makes things a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I'd almost say if, if the uh, hiring manager rescinds the offer based on, you know, you one of your family, yeah, you, yeah. You, you just, you just um, had a narrow escape from somebody yes, who isn't exactly. a great manager. There's, there's nothing so exhilarating as being shot at and missed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, good. All right, so let's give them some examples. Okay, so um, we've got three three examples. So um, starting with 
one that's a, a medical issue. So, for, ex- for example, you might say, thank you so much for the offer. I'd be delighted to accept. And I've just found out that my mother is sick and I have to go to Ohio for a couple of weeks to take care of her. I can understand if that makes a difference to your offer, but I'd be happy if we can work out a start date that will work for both of us. Yeah. I would say the one thing I might change about that is, and maybe this is British versus American, I'd be delighted to accept is not actually an acceptance. That's like people say, it's like when the when, when we land, uh, uh, when I land on a plane and they say, we'd like to be the first to welcome you. Well, (laughs) yeah, you actually are. Well, just welcome us. Don't be the person. Don't tell us what you'd like. Actually welcome us. So, so I'm, I would say I'm delighted to accept. Um, that's a uh, see, see I, I think of it as I would be delighted to accept, except that I have information that you don't have and, yeah. and therefore I can't until you know this information. So yeah. maybe that is a British thing that I, the way I think about it. Yeah. I think in, in this case we're saying yes. And the, I'd be delighted to accept in America is I'm not accepting. Uh-huh. Um, on the other hand, I think there's a, I think it's materially interesting because I am accepting, and yet I understand that you could rescind the offer. So, yeah. Okay, let's do the next one. Exactly. What's the next one about? Uh, so this one is um, an, expect, uh, an expectant mother. So um, thank Good. you so much for the offer. I'm delighted to accept. And I've just found out that I'm expecting another child. I'm due in August, which will give me six months to get up to speed. And then I intend to take a month's maternity leave. I'm certain that I can minimize the disruption that this will cause. Yeah, I think that's good. Again, good. so you give the uh, you give the hiring manager the opportunity to say, "Oh, that actually August is like when stuff is going to hit, and it's our busiest month, and I don't know that we can cover that." Or you give them the opportunity to say, "You know, August is our busiest month, and I've got six months to prepare for it." Thank you for yeah. telling me. Right. Um, so that's that's a good thing. Um, and then the final one is a professionalism one. So um, thank you so much for the offer. I'm delighted to accept. And the project that I'm on here will complete in one month. I hope that you will be able to accommodate a start date of the 7th of March. Yeah, good. So most people expect you uh, in the US, I think, to give two weeks notice. So if you want a month, like you have to say something that tells them you're not going to you're not going to be there yeah. in two weeks because they have that expectation. Yeah. And there are people who would say, accept the offer and a couple of days later call and say, now, hmm. now look, guys, if you know at the moment you're accepting the offer that the start date has changed, then we recommend ethically, professionally, you have to say something at the time. If you know at the time you're accepting, you have to use the yes and um, because, again, you're starting starting the relationship and the company is going to be is going to start all kinds of work. And, and if a start date, I mean, there are cases where you have to start with a new class, an incoming class of, uh, trainees or interns or whatever. And if you don't do that, um, if you miss that start, it may be another two months before they do another class. And you have to say that at the time. Um, otherwise the kind of work that is going to be get done is going to make their lives much more difficult. Um, and that's just the way uh, a lot of large companies are. Yeah, I used to work somewhere where everybody had to start on a Monday. It doesn't matter. So if you if you missed that Monday, you had to go to the next Monday because the people that helped you start weren't yeah. there any other day of the week. Yeah. Okay. yeah, good. Okay, so we don't ever say yes, but if we need to make a change because there's something material on our end, we say yes and. 
And then we gave him some examples. Any, any final thoughts? I think accepting offers is easy in general. You say, yes, I'm delighted or no, I'm sorry to decline. And the complications that we tangle ourselves up in normally are, uh, are caused by wanting something different than we have. Um, now you've been offered something. And if you know that there's something material different, materially changed in your circumstances, you have to tell the hiring manager at that point, the goodwill that you wipe off the table by not doing so is just not worth it for the not relationship you're going to have for the next four years. Yep. Good. Okay. Thanks. Bye everyone. Thanks everybody. It's another great week with career tools. Come back next week. See you then.